The Lord is good and His mercy endures forever. You are listening to Take 5 with Alex. I met a group of tourists from the Czech Republic and the tour leader told me that on TV in his country, South Africa is portrayed as being a very dangerous country. He asked me if it was safe where we live. I told him that even though we had a few burglaries and an armed robbery, I do not feel unsafe. I will not allow criminals to keep me hostage by putting in extreme security measures and by being afraid. I also told him that I'm a Christian and if I die, I will go to heaven. And that really isn't anything to be afraid of. Should we be allowing criminals to dictate how we live our lives? In most of our country, it is plainly clear that our first priority is security. Even the smallest town has a security company which offers alarms which are coupled to armed response. Insurance companies won't cover properties which aren't secured with fencing and alarms and burglar bars. What is the problem? Why have we become such an unsafe place where criminals dictate our lifestyle? Aren't the police effective enough? Isn't the justice system doing its job properly? Or is it the politicians that are to blame? None of these. The problem is the church. And when I say the church, I mean the believers. And before you shoot me, just take a minute to listen. What is apparent is that there is much too much crime. But our problem is a spiritual problem. The physical is a reflection of what goes on in the spiritual realm. There are people who have spiritual authority who are praying over our country, breaking curses, releasing blessings, but that is not enough. Each believer should be praying for his or her area daily. We should be getting up in the morning and speaking blessings over the place we live. We should be speaking only positive words about our neighborhood, our neighbors and our families. We should be speaking blessings over the businesses in the place we stay. We should not be compromising when it comes to what we believe in. If we believe something is wrong, we should be willing to stand up and defend that thing. If we believe that wearing conservative clothing is what we should be doing, then we should do it, no matter what the people around us are saying about it. Jesus never tried to fit in. He did what God told him to do, and he did not compromise. When he and his disciples were plucking and eating heads of grain on the Sabbath, the Pharisees kicked up such a fuss. He didn't let it worry him. Matthew 12 was 1 to 8. And when he healed a man with a withered hand on the Sabbath, it was the same story, and that's Mark 3 verse 1 to 6. But Jesus kept doing what he believed was right. I believe that if we start with the small things, and do what we believe God expects from us. We will have more confidence in doing the bigger things when they come along. If we haven't ever prayed for our own children, how can we be expecting, expect to be praying for nations? Zechariah 4 verse 10, For who has despised the day of small things? We should not ever look at the things which we are doing for the kingdom and compare them to the things other people are doing whether they are more or less. God has called each one of us by name, and he has a purpose for every one of us. Isaiah 43 verse 1, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. 
I believe that when we find the purpose God has for us, we will know it and we will be satisfied knowing that we are serving him the way we should be. If we find <coughs> sorry, if we find that we are looking at what others are doing and thinking that they are doing more important and bigger things and wish that we were doing those things, it means we haven't yet discovered our function. We need to pray and ask God what our function is and ask, ask him to reveal it to us and to prepare us for it, to lead us towards it so that we can do it in his perfect timing. So what does this have to do with crime in South Africa? I believe that there are people who have the anointing and the calling to be praying for cities and countries, intercessors who can stand in the gap. We don't only need one or two of them, we need a lot of intercessors. Ezekiel 22 verse 30, So I sought for a man among them who would make a war, and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land, that I should not destroy it. But I found no one. We need to ask the Lord to show us what our function is, and we should be willing to start small with whatever it is we have to do. If we don't start, we'll never get to the place that God has set aside for us.